welcome, welcome, welcome to Tilt. Happy Friday, everybody, or let's call it False Narrative Friday. A lot of people talk, but what are they really saying? Sabotage is camouflaged by the people railing. It's your boy OG, and if it's your first time joining us, Tilt stands for talking in layman's terms. Pundits go ham, but forget about the facts. The mic goes dead when the people push back. Judge, jury, executioner, and all that mess. Who you gonna trust? No one but the best. Yeah, 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 we gonna get it on this Friday. You can't trust the fiction or the fools when you're rocking with the truth. Let's drive in to Friday's quick hits. Here we go. I hate to start off the show with bad news, but we gotta pay respect to the dead. Uh, Tim McCarver, longtime uh, baseball announcer. If you watched baseball like I did growing up, you know exactly who he is. Two decades in the game. Uh, Two-time world champion with the Cardinals as a catcher. Uh, he called the game like it was supposed to be called. That's all I can say. When I think of voices of baseball back when I was growing up, he's one of those guys. Uh, he wasn't one of my favorite guys, but like he, he called the game like it was supposed to be called. He had the proper kind of love, and he made you want to play baseball. Uh, the only issue I ever had with Tim McCarver was his uh, judgment on Dion, thinking that saying that Dion was showing off. No, Tim, Dion was just that good that he could play two sports in one day. And I didn't hold that totally against him, except when Dion tried to sit down and talk to him, he didn't want to have any anything to do with it. And I, I thought, like he said, Dion should have been a man about it. He should have been a man about it. But like I said, Stella Correa. He's, baseball is going to miss him. Uh, condolences to him and his family. Uh, rest in peace. Um, second up, another mass shooting. Uh, three Michigan State students were killed and five wounded uh, before the gunman turned his uh, pistol and, and killed himself. This has got to stop. Gun control, I don't even, I don't even know if that's going to be the answer. People are just randomly going crazy. I'm not going to go deep into it, but this is one thing I want to say. These colleges, every time something like this happens, these schools, instead of giving these kids time to grieve or what have you, like Tom Izzo, he goes on TV yesterday talking about they wanted to honor the students that died by playing the game. Are you kidding? You want to honor these students? Go to the funeral. Send flowers. Meet the family. Nobody cares about a freaking basketball game if they just lost their child. It's getting ridiculous. You want we want to honor them. No, you want to fill your pockets. That's what you want to do. And that, that just goes to show you nothing stops the show. As much as I love sports, nothing, nothing stops the show. Not even death. And they should be ashamed to even come on TV and say that. Just say you're going to play the game. And that they weren't important enough for you not to play the game. One whole day off. Give me a break. Moving on. Uh, the Chiefs Parade. Hey, when you win the Super Bowl, you get to do whatever you want. I mean, Patty Mahomes up there uh, in, into a six-pack. But let me see. Travis Kelsey, cut it out, man. Cut it out. The Beastie Boys reference, come on. Fight for your right to party. You couldn't come up with something more modern than, than that? Cut it out. And still in the rocks commentary doesn't make you look any cooler i actually like travis kelty but get off of it and stop screaming fight for your right to party dude it's ridiculous anyway 
Moving on. Well, the Eagles, uh, after losing in the Super Bowl, if that wasn't bad enough, they're getting uh, poached. The OC and the DC are both gone. The, the Eagles OC, Shane Steichen, is the new coach for the Colts. Wow. And the Eagles DC, Jonathan Gannon, is the new coach for the Cardinals. Which brings the question. Eric Bieniemy's one been on two Super Bowl winning staffs, has been the three, and he's interviewing for the offensive coordinator job for the Commanders. Are you serious? Are you serious? They can say what they want to say, but nobody is that bad an interview that you can't get a head coaching job after winning the Super Bowl. Matt Nagy was on that same chief staff. He didn't call place. He got a head coaching job in Chicago. Of course, he got fired. Siriana, Siriana for the Eagles. He didn't call plays with the Colts. Got a head coaching job. What is it? You know what it is, but I'm not even going to tell you. Because things have to change. That's just sad. And I feel for Eric Benemy. Hopefully he goes to Washington and prove his worth like he already hasn't. But we're going to see. Good luck, nevertheless. And then the Colts owner, uh, he put his foot in his mouth by talking too much. Maybe just a little bit uh, too much drinking. But he's, he spelled it out that they want Bryce Young in the draft. Now, Chicago holds his top spot. Chicago holds a stop spot, and uh, apparently they must have been on his phone talking about it already, uh, trading Justin Fields, getting rid of Justin Fields for the Colts to move up. Bryce Young, Justin Fields. Bryce Young, Justin Fields. I don't know about that. And then the Bears, maybe Justin wants out of town because he said Chicago needs a dome. He doesn't like playing in the cold. It slows him up, among other things. Don't don't let him don't make it that easy for him, Justin. Come on. Come on. Don't make it that easy for him. And I don't know what's wrong with Colin Cowherd because he's been trying to get them to trade uh, Justin Fields for the last two weeks. I think the NFL needs to look into some tampering. He's always dropping hints that he's talking to this exec, that exec. And it's plain and simple that he doesn't want Justin Fields in Chicago. Him and who else? Tampering charges. I think some people need to look into that because he's always on the black quarterbacks, always on the black quarterbacks. I got news for you. Pretty soon, those white guys standing in the pocket are going to be extinct. Look at what's coming down the pipe. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but it is what it is. Also moving on, David Carr was released by the Raiders and it seems his first visit was to the Jets. Is that a good fit? They have everything, they have everything you need. Except the quarterback. Uh, David, choose wisely. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, the Jags, uh, Mr. Ridley, who got uh, suspended last year, he's, he's applied for reinstatement. He was with the Atlanta Falcons. He got traded uh, to the Jaguars. That would be another killer weapon for uh, Mr. Lawrence, along with the ones he already has. Like I said, next year, the Jags are going to be a problem. Definitely going to be a problem. We have uh, Rex Ryan, Mr. Studio Guy for the last couple of years. Rex Ryan is, uh, has interviewed for the D.C. job with the Broncos. Sean Payton's putting together a crack staff over there. Let's see what's going to happen. Or are they going to blame everything on Russ? We're going to see. We are going to see. Uh, we, had, uh, we had KD introduced in the Valley. Uh, 
he won't play until after the All-Star game. Uh, we, as we can see, CP3 still hating. He don't want to accept the fact that running the pick and roll is not going to be the way of life in the Valley anymore. Because Mr. Durant is going to be at the <clears throat> top of the key. Where are you going to be? You're either going to be in that corner or you're going to be on the bench. Get used to it. It's coming. Then we have uh, Joe Mazzula. Finally named the head coach of the Boston Celtics. What took him so long? Everybody and their mama knew Udoka was not going to get his job back after the whole scandal. Why the female's name was never released and everything was put on Udoka, I don't know. But I'm not a fan of the Boston Celtic franchise. And Joe Mazzula is not the answer. Nothing against Joe. The only thing he does hard is chew that damn gum. Uh, but I'm going to say he has gotten better. I've watched some of the games. He's got better in switching the lineups and putting who in, who needs to be in at the time to win the game. So not rooting against Joe. But I think the whole situation with Udoka was, was totally mishandled. And they terrible upstairs. That's all I'm saying. Uh, LeBron finally returned after missing three games. Come on, LeBron. You break the record. You take yourself out of the game. Then you miss three games. And you come back and play like, like you never missed a beat. Come on, man. You, you can do this stuff, but you're making it just obvious now, man. So the record's out of the way. He had to come back and play before the All-Star game because, of course, he wants to play in the All-Star game. You know, so he can get some more uh, kudos and they're giving him a ceremony. So he, he had to come back and play because they, they were going to be like, hey, dude, you missed like three games. You come back and play in the, the All-Star game, which I don't even know how the All-Star game is going to be this year with so many people out. But all I got to say is LeBron, really? Like I said, you're a bad actor, but you don't have to be that bad. Moving on, Russ is still weighing his options. Chicago and the Clippers seem to be the, the two big dogs that are after him. Personally, myself, I just hope Russ goes to L.A. just to rub it in their face when they played uh, the Lakers. Uh, they want to blame everything. L.A. wanted to blame everything on Russ. Russ is gone. Chicago, Chicago would probably be a better fit, but I like to see him stay around in L.A. just to rub it in their face. Whether they beat him or not, just to know he's he's out there. And they can't blame him for anything else. That's all I'm saying. Then we have Mr. Terrence Ross, formerly of the Orlando Magic. He signed with the Phoenix Suns. No-brainer. He's he, he will be a good guy off of the bench. Uh, instant offense. So that was a good move by him. The Cavs buy out Kevin Love. But K-Love has already played with LeBron before. Don't look for him to be in L.A. Uh, the destination seems, right now, the destination for him seems to be Miami. They could really use him. Go with Bam out of bottle down low. He could play the four. Play the four. Okay. Almost off the quick hits. Uh, DA, the D.A. drops the case against Chris Beard, the former Texas coach, who got fired because they thought it was domestic violence involved. These women start calling on these guys with these high-priced jobs a little too little too late. He's lost his job, got a black mark on his name. I'm, Chris Beard's a good coach, so I'm sure he'll get another job. But it's like starting over from scratch. He built his reputation. He got, got down to Texas Tech, got him to the Elite Eight. Now got the big-time job, and now he's got to start all over again. Sad. It's just sad. Choose your partner carefully.
And finally, uh, New Mexico State canceled the whole season because of some hazing. I thought we had got over this thing. I mean, hazing is old, out of date. You know, like, if you're going to haze somebody to the point where they get hurt, don't you think you should stop? The whole season, I mean, they weren't uh, doing well in the conference or their overall record. But when you when you endanger somebody's life, is it really worth it? So their, their whole season is canceled and the coach was fired. Uh, hopefully whoever gets in there next does a better job. You college guys, man, leave the hazing alone. Moving on. We're into the NFL. Like I said, season's over. It's not much to worry about but the draft and the free agents. So I'm going to give you 10 in the mock draft. As of right now, the 10 guys people are looking at. Number one, for the Bears, Bryce Young. That depends on this, whether uh, the Colts move up and take him. Because I think Justin Field is out of Chicago. Number two, C.J. Stroud should be the Texans pick. But that's not set in stone. Number three, the Cardinals need defense. Will Anderson from Alabama is the pick. Number four, Jalen Carter from Georgia. Uh, he's a defensive end. Uh, then we have Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech, also a defensive end. Number six is Anthony Richardson from Florida. He should be uh, the Panthers guy at, at the quarterback. He's a project, but he's so talented. Uh, we're going to see how that goes because the Panthers need a quarterback. But I don't think uh, – I think they want to get a veteran in there. But they're really looking at this guy. Uh, then we have Will Levis from Kentucky. They, the Raiders are high on him. So we'll see how that goes. He's pretty much a proto. He's a bigger uh, David Carr. That's it. Why they got rid of Carr is still beyond me. But he, he's just a bigger David Carr. Uh, then we have Keon uh, White. DL, the defensive lineman from Georgia. The Falcons are looking at him. Number nine is Devon Witherspoon, the cornerback from Illinois, looking to go to Detroit. And number 10 is Miles Murphy, the defensive end from Clemson. And Philly's looking at him because they're going to lose a lot of players in a free agent draft. Now, talking about the free agents, I'm going to give you the top 20. I'm going to give you the top 50, but I'm going to give you the top 20 to 20 today we'll uh, continue with the other ones next week probably on monday number one free agent is lamar jackson no question uh the ravens are doing everything but paying him i don't know how this thing is going to work out but if it doesn't work out i see him 80 miles down the road in dc with the commanders number two is Derek carr he's already gone already been released he's at the jets facility today Number three is uh, Javon Hargrove, the D-tackle from the Eagles. Like I said, they're going to lose a lot of guys. He may be one of them. Number four, we got Geno Smith. The contract still hasn't got done uh, with the Seahawks. So he's seeing what Russell went through. They're going to show you how much they love you, Geno. Whatever Geno gets is going to be good because uh, he was a, a second-round pick. But uh, he's been a gentleman for most of his career, so he... Finally, he's going to get that big payday. Maybe not what he want, but it's, it's going to be bigger than anything he's ever had. So, good luck, Gino. Number five, Saquon Barkley. The Giants are crazy if they let him go, but 
the NFL doesn't pay running backs anymore. So we're going to see how that works out. If they don't re-sign them, somebody will. Saquon is an amazing talent other than being hurt a lot. But this year was his comeback year, and he did that. So we're going to see where the Giants go on that. Number six is Orlando Brown Jr., the offensive tackle for the Chiefs. Yeah, they're going to sign him. I don't see them letting him go anywhere. You got to protect Patrick Mahomes, so I don't see him leaving. Uh, we got at number seven, Jamel Dean from Tampa, uh, cornerback. Uh, I don't I don't know if he's going to stay or not. I don't know if uh, the Tampa coach is still going to have his job after this year, so we'll see how that works out. Number eight is Deron Payne, the D-tackle from the Commanders, who's going to be heavy on everybody's wish list. Uh, we're going to see how that's going to go. There's rumors of them moving Chase Young, but we're going to see. If they move Chase Young, then I'm sure they're going to keep uh, Mr. Payne. Number nine is Mike McClinchy, the offensive tackle for the Browns. I don't see him going anywhere either. Uh, next year, it's going to be uh, Deshaun Watson show and prove year. He's going to need him on the O-line. Number 10, Daniel Jones. They don't want to pay Daniel Jones for some reason. I think Daniel's an adequate quarterback. Uh, he was just in a bad situation. Uh, he, he does the most with less. Uh, he's a gamer. But for some reason, they don't want to pay him. But he's at number 10. Number 11, Josh Jacobs, uh, leading rusher uh, in the NFL this year. The Raiders will be crazy to let him go, but they've done crazier things. So even if they don't resign him, they, they should have gave him a contract extension midway through the year, but they didn't. So uh, I can see him probably leaving. Number 12, we got Jesse Bates, the safety for the Bengals. He should stay put. Number 13 is it, uh, San Francisco's Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy can land a, a myriad of places. So we're going to see how that goes as long as he's healthy. 14, James Bradbury, cornerback for the Eagles. Like I said, the Eagles going to lose a lot of people. Um, Bradbury, he might be on the way out the door. 15 is C.J. Gardner, safety Eagles. I don't think they're letting C.J. go, but it's a possibility. 16, Jacoby Myers, the wide receiver for the Patriots. Trust me, the Patriots not playing big money for a wide receiver, so he'll be available. Uh, 17, Evan Ingram, the tight end for the Jags. They're not going to trade him. Um, they're not going to let him get out the door with Trevor Lawrence coming into his own. So we'll see about that. Uh, 18 is Levante David, the linebacker for Tampa. He's an integral part to what they do. So I don't see them letting him walk either. Uh, number 19, Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz, the cowboy. I'm a cowboy guy, so we got three, three better athletes behind him. So if he want to go, go. And number 20, we got Tremont Edwards, linebacker from the Bills. Uh, the Bills are going to shake up things this year, so he might be out the door. Uh, that's the first, the top 20 free agents I have uh, as of right now. Decisions, decisions, decisions have to be made. Now we're going to get into men's NCAA basketball. And like I said, every week, it's a shuffle in the top 20 or the top 25. Ranked teams are getting knocked off on the regular. Uh, number one, this week it was, we had eight again. Number one, Alabama loses to number 10, Tennessee. But that wasn't really a shocker because Tennessee was actually favored. Uh, we had number three, Purdue. 
loses to Maryland 68-54. Their second straight loss in a row. After them losing the first time, they didn't drop them from the top spot. Well, well, well. If you lose, you need to get dropped from the top spot. It's as simple as that. Then we had number six, six Texas, losing to Texas Tech, 74-67. Surprise, 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 surprise. Texas Tech is unranked. Uh, then we had number 12, Kansas State, loses to Oklahoma, unranked Oklahoma, 79-65. They had a nice little run, but they seem to be falling off here lately. We had number 14, Indiana, loses to unranked Northwestern, 64-62. Uh, but to be fair, Northwestern leads the Big Ten. They're, number, they're the top team in the in the Big Ten. Uh, then we had number 18, Creighton, loses to number 24, Providence, 94-86. And then we had number 23, NC State, loses to Syracuse, 75-72. Syracuse is unranked. And finally, we had number 25, Florida Atlantic, losing to Middle Tennessee, 74 Basketball on a whole is bad on all levels. I'm a basketball junkie, but from what I'm seeing, and on all levels, it's it's bad. Players are not getting developed now. The basketball IQ is at an all-time low. And these teams, they're not teams. They're all individual-driven. It's me, 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 me. Let me give you some examples. Duke is supposed to have the number one ranked class coming in for the year. Duke, number one ranked class. If you watch them play, if you know basketball, that's probably the worst class in the last 10 years that Duke's ever had. Unathletic, no no leaders, no true leaders on the team other than Roach the point guard. Bad. Calipari down in Kentucky. Has no lottery picks. He's got the reigning player of the year on his team. Nobody's checking for him. Nobody. And then, of course, my guys, Carolina. <sighs> Carolina, Carolina. Carolina's just hoping to make the tournament at this point. I'm going to say that again. Carolina, the Blue Bloods of the ACC, they're just hoping to make the tournament. That's crazy. But we're going to step off of them and get into the NBA. As I said earlier, KD had his press conference. I mean, the questions about Brooklyn. I mean, KD kind of pulled his heart out, heart out there. He kind, he was like, basically, he didn't want to leave Brooklyn. But with, with the Kyrie mess going on, he should have never trusted Kyrie anyway. So I'm just saying the, the pairing with D-Book. It's going to be a good one because D-Book is not a guy that needs, needs, needs the ball. Uh, but the, the question is going to be, can Chris Paul get over himself? That's going, to be, that's going to be the thing. Can Chris Paul get over himself and not being able to run that pick and roll and be in total control? That, that's going to be the, the sticking point to how well the Phoenix Suns do. And when you have a cancer on your team, Monty gonna have to remove him but hey he may step in line and they're asking the dumbest question ever whose team is it whose team is it uh uh chris paul is the floor general it's kevin durant's damn team any team he goes to is his team you can call him a leader not a leader 
The super team, no super team. Teams don't become super teams until guys like Kevin Durant show up. Understand. Understand. Charles Barkley can't stand it because KD hate him, and that's and the Suns are his team. And Shaq getting on there yesterday, talking crazy like Shaq. How about you shut up? How about that? It's ridiculous. You go from one person to the other. LeBron, your boy. Yeah, hype LeBron up in 13th place. Don't come for KD, guy. Don't do it. And the state of the union of basketball, it's, it's simple. Players demanding trades. They keep talking about that. It's only like seven guys in the league that can really demand trades. So they, I'm, the whole, them thinking the whole ship's going to hell in hand, it's not going to happen. You maybe only got really five real superstars in the league. Who we got? KD. LeBron, Steph, Giannis, Luka, Kyrie, maybe Dame. They're the only guys that could leverage their way into getting a trade or making something happen. These other guys are just stars and putting up numbers. They're not they're not leveraging uh you know, they're not leveraging their salary on trying to get out of town or going try to play with somebody. They don't have the power. They don't, you know, they don't have a background yet. It might be coming, but like I said, the way they're not developing players, who knows who the next superstar is going to be. We got a lot of wannabes, but not a whole lot of superstars. And these contracts, these contract stipulations are coming. You can thank Mr. Kyrie Irving for that because these guys are not playing the games. They get they get a hangnail. They're not playing. They're trying to say that the, the, the staffs, the medical staffs on these teams are, are telling them not to play. Man... You better get out. You better rub some dirt on it and get out there. And finally, this this notion that super teams, super teams are a myth. Super teams are a myth. Like I said, we only really got five super superstars in the game. Only they can make a team a, a super team. I mean, they're not jumping around like Kevin and LeBron have jumped around. But I mean, who else? Kyrie? Nobody else. It's just a myth. They're just talking. They can't. The NBA is not going to let them do that. The owners are not going to let them do that. But when you've had careers like KD and LeBron, where you can actually leverage to get out of town, yeah, you can do that. But name like five more players that can do that. You can't. So the super thing, super team thing, is a myth. Okay, almost out of here with basketball. Uh, just run down the standings as of right now. So. In the East, Boston, the only problem they have is Missoula and they're shooting. I'm not uh, down on Joe. I hope he does a good job. But uh, the, the, the Celtics shooting is going to get him in, in trouble. Because when you get a 30-point lead and then somebody comes back and catches you, man, come on. You get a 30-point lead and you can't hold on to it because all you want to do is shoot threes. Think, people. Think. Basketball is chess, not checkers. And these, and these guys are void of IQ, from what I can see. The Bucks are coming around. Everybody's getting healthy. Even though Giannis got jammed his wrist last night, their bench is deep. Man, it's, they're ready to go. The 76ers, 76ers is going to depend on Embiid's health and the Harden's play down the stretch. Well, who knows about Embiid? He's in or he's out. But James Harden is the ultimate choker. He's going to have to get up off of that this year or Doc's getting fired. Plain and simple. The Cavaliers and Ford, they tough and gritty, but Mobley, 
has to arrive. Mobley has to, they, that's why they bought out Kevin Kevin Love so they won't have to split time. Mobley is going to have to show up. Five the Nets possible playoffs, no star, but we may have one emerging with Bridges. Uh, they may hold on and, and get a playoff spot, but I don't think so. But anything's possible. The neck the the Knicks are in the sixth spot. Is Brunson enough? He's balling this year. He's got him in the sixth spot, but it, will he be enough down the stretch? Okay, now <coughs> excuse me. Number seven, the Heat is going to depend on Jimmy Butler's health. Uh, it can get anybody else in there and Tyler Hero's emergence. A Tyler Hero should be starting by now, but why they keep having him coming off the bench is, is something else. You're going to have to talk to Pat about that, but he needs to be inserted into the starting lineup to get them going. The, these slow starts are going to kill them. The Hawks are going to go as far as Ice Trey and uh, DeJounte Murray take them, point blank, period. Doesn't matter about the coaching. Those two are going to have to be the catalyst to get them over the hump. Then we got Toronto needs to get healthy. They got all the pieces. They just need to get healthy. Anobi is still out. I think Siakam had a little stint on the injury reserve list. So if these guys get healthy, they're going to be a problem. And finally, number 10, if the Wizards play together and if John Wall makes his return, it's going to be a problem. That's all I'm going to say. It's going to be a problem. Now, Chicago, Indiana, or Orlando on the outside, and they may have a shot to come in there and uh, scoop a spot. But we'll see. Now, in the West, you got Denver. Also, team health. And can Jokic carry the team? Mr. Two-time MVP. Answer is no. Jokic is not going to put anybody on his back and carry him anywhere. And uh, Porter Jr. stays hurt. Murray's still not all the way back from that, from that knee injury. They're, they're, they're at the top of the conference right now, but we'll see. The Grizzlies, if you haven't noticed, the Grizzlies have stopped talking. They have stopped talking. Maturity has set in. And, they, and, and now, since Kevin Durant has moved to the Western Conference, Ja, who you worried about? But they're playing good basketball, so I'm not going to harp on it. Third, the Kings, like I said, the most uh, the surprise team coming into the All-Star break playing great basketball if they continue to do so they're going to be a tough out i don't think they have it uh, have enough to win it all this year but they're going to be a tough out no matter who they play and the suns kd's arrival you can't say they're going to win it all it depends on how they gel how they get over chris paul's ego and how Monty handles everything down the stretch but we'll see the clippers need a point guard and they need to be healthy Kawhi's been playing lately, so that's a good sign. Maybe he can make it to the playoffs without going on the injured reserve list again or load management, whatever. The T-Wolves are waiting on Cat. Uh, Cat's return. They have enough athletes to make a run. Now they got Mike Conley Jr. running the show. They have a real floor general. It's no excuse for them not to make, make the playoffs. Dallas holding down the 7th spot, Kyrie and Luka. Can they coexist? The answer is hell no. Luca still too much of a kid. He's he's like super brat, which Kyrie's got a ring, and he really doesn't care how Luca feels. His that's Kyrie. That's Uncle Drew. I mean, if, if Luca want to get in his feelings, he can get in his feelings. 
But Kyrie is Kyrie. End of story. Number eight, the Pelicans. The health of Zion. If he's healthy, the deck stack, they got a chance. But he's got to get healthy. He gets hurt every other week. Damn. And Finn Golden State at number nine. Steph's return. And the role players have to accept their roles. Uh, Kaminga, great talent. But he doesn't want to play. He wants to score points. He He's not interested in playing defense or any of that. Great talent. Uh, Steve Kerr is going to have to shorten his uh, shorten his rotation. Uh, they're going to be in there. You're going to you're going to have to knock them out. But he's got to get this rotation together. So we're going to see down the stretch. Number ten, OKC. They're young, but they're ready. It's not their time, but it could be. Sam Presti is the best GM in the business. That's all I got to say. And uh, if they keep these guys together, they're going to be a problem. But Utah, Portland, and the Lakers still have a chance to sneak in. So we'll see. We'll see. About to get out of here. Finally, in golf, uh, the Genesis, Genesis Invitational, Tiger Woods returns. Only five strokes off the lead after the first round. Hopefully, he makes the cut today and goes into the weekend. That'll be a big boost for you golf fans because nobody watches golf unless Tiger's playing. You couldn't even name five golfers right now. But it's good to see him out on the course, even though he was laboring a little bit. You know, old age is getting to him and his injuries with his back and his his ankle. All that. It, was, it was just great to see, see Tiger out there. That's all I'm saying. The second round is underway today, and like I said, hopefully he makes the cut. Well, that's all I really have for you today. Uh, I'm going to give a couple shout-outs. Shout-out to my nephew, uh, DR2. A.K.A. Dutch. Uh, we had senior night on Wednesday. Westfield High School. Future's bright for this young man. I wish him all the best. Love you, boy. Uh, birthday wishes going out to my cousin, Reverend Linwood Smith. A.K.A. Old Man. We see him today. Uh, wish him a happy birthday. Uh, also, my cousin Lloyd Smith. Happy birthday to him uh, also. And my man, uh, James Fanaroy. I just call him Coach. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, great job. And as always, it's your boy OG, and I'm O-U-T.